gentlemen, I'm Sean Random, and I put the random in random bush. That's stupid. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. I put the dumb in random bush. <laughs> I put the dumb in random bush. <laughs> Welcome to Just the Sketches. Extra special episode of Just the Sketches from season two, all in one episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, and a good time will be had by all. In 1847, archaeologists Dr. Arnold Answalter and his partner Dr. Philip Turing III uncovered a curious stack of stone tablets, carbon dated to the Paleolithic period. Curious because of the strange, undecipherable language scratched into the surface of each tablet. For the better part of the previous two centuries, linguists and codebreakers alike have struggled to reveal what this most ancient language is communicating to us. And now, Thanks to recent advancements in computer technology, a basic translation has been retrieved. Based on the content of the initial translated passages, the tablets appear to be the notebook of humanity's first philosopher, referred to in the text only as Ugg. And now, I'm very proud to present a reading from the philosophy of Ugg. Problem with wheels? Corners. Successful hunt. Good job. Tonight this deer will feed our entire village. Boys, I am so proud of each of you. Before we field strip this animal, let us take a moment to thank this animal for its sacrifice and pay homage to the great mother of all of her bounty. As you boys know, in our tribe, the hunt is the transition from boy to man. And when we complete your first successful hunt as we have here, you are all now men. Being recognized by our tribe as a man means that today you have earned your names. Standing over this kill, in turn, I shall now name each of you. You, young buck, you spotted this deer where no other could see it. For this, I name you Eagle Eye. Oh, man, Eagle Eye. So, what a great name. And you, your great aim and skill with the bow dropped this deer. For this act, I name you Swiftwing. Swiftwing. After the keeper of all knowledge, the great owl. And you, you tracked this animal. Your strength of heart carried this hunt to success. For this inner strength, I name you Bearclaw. Wow, that's so badass. And finally you. Long have I dreamed of the day when my own son would stand before me, waiting for his name. And today is that day. I am so proud of you, son. The speed you showed cutting off and driving this animal back to your friends, without your great speed, this hunt surely would have failed. For your great speed, 
I name you Pussyfoot. <laughs> uh, um, I, I'm no, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. It's just listen. I, I don't. I don't really like Pussyfoot. Like, like, okay, he got eagle eye. Yeah, all right, and he he got bear claw. Those are those are really cool names. Even Swiftwing is cooler than. Pussyfoot. I've kind of been doing the naming thing for many generations. This really is my kind of thing here. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of turn here, but maybe like, like Pussyfoot's a first draft. Can, can we can we flesh it out a little bit? Like I don't know, maybe like Jaguar Paw or, or Puma Prince. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just spinning my wheels here. But can we work on it? You're no Jaguar Paw, son. Stop and think it through. Pussyfoot is a brave, strong name. Trust me. No, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm sure, yeah, no, I'm just... Come on. It's the whole, the whole pussy thing. Your great-grandfather, Chief Pussyfoot, once saved the entire village all by himself. Pussyfoot isn't just a name. It's an honor and a privilege. He was such a strong and noble warrior. Dad? Yeah, sure. It, it, it's just... Everyone's laughing at the name Pussy. No, no, bro. We're not laughing. No Seriously. Oh, not me. Is there any other name I could be? Anything. Anything's better than Pussyfoot. Do you really not want to be known as Pussyfoot? Seriously? No. Well, as you know, you can grow out of a name, and you can gain another name. Okay, okay, yeah, what, what, what's the other name? To gain this name, you must take on a great quest. A quest? Sure, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go on a quest. What's, what's, what's the quest? Are you sure you don't want to be Pussyfoot? There is a lot of honor in that name. No, yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. Whatever it is, I'll, I'll... At this point, you might as well just call me Vagina Toes. No, I don't want that to be my name either. Then you must go and listen to the random bush. The random bush? But Dad, the forest is full of bushes. How am I supposed to... Listen and enjoy, and if you listen real hard with all your heart and soul, it will tell you your true name. Okay, all right, sure, yeah. W where can I find this random bush? A new episode can be found every week. Just go to the internet. Okay, all right, the internet. Let's, I gotta go to the internet. The internet will show you the way, pussyfoot. <laughs> don't call me that. Remember, kids, Selfish Unicorn always says, Classic manners will always matter most. Keep your elbows off the table, always say please and thank you, and it's always ladies before gentlemen, and unicorns before everyone. Get out of my way! Rooster says he supports equal opportunities for all animals, 
Yet when he's given the opportunity to put his money where his beak is, he backs down. Rooster says he wants to keep the barnyard safe. Yet his conservative stance leaves us standing in the dust within a digital landscape. Rooster wants things to be the way they were when we're living in the way it is. Why do we put so much faith in Rooster anyway? Can Rooster be trusted to lead us into this new millennium? Isn't the cock-a-doodle-doo a little too sacred to trust someone as reckless and as out of touch as Rooster? This message has been brought to you by Duck and the Animal Council for a Better Bond. Here we are in the dreaded attic space. A typical attic provides the ideal atmospheric elements for monster habitation. They tend to be stuffy, musty, and stagnant, crammed full of disorderly stacks of forgotten and broken personal possessions. Attics become stifling hot in the summers, bitterly cold in the winter, and generally unpleasant during the rest of the year. And of course, rarely if ever are equipped with ample lighting. In fact, the poor lighting and disorganized stacks of storage items can often work together in the monster's favor. Combined, they create a space of varying light and shadow depth, essentially a playground for a monster to inhabit. If a monster is really lucky, they'll find an old attic with a leaky roof. This not only encourages a plethora of mold and bacteria, but also provides the space with the general appeal of both moist and sticky. But most importantly, and well known to all of monster kind, every attic is a warehouse of two very essential ingredients to monsters. Both spiderwebs and their precious dust can be dependably found in every attic. As we all know, monsters are primarily composites of fear, Shattered promises, broken trust, and regret over poor choices. Being that they're not completely corporal, they depend on very basic physicality of dust to embolden and solidify their form. Spiderwebs, and often loose pieces of string, are then sewn into the basic dust form to further strengthen their movement, much like our own musculature. However, being that the dust is essentially an element of the physical world, a monster cannot perpetually hold on to dust. A monster, in movement, will often cast off a small puff of dust within its wake. A good marker that a monster has been, or quite possibly still is, within your home is how quickly the dust piles up. On my initial assessment of a house, I always check top shelves and above cabinets. The house owner is often bashful when I inquire how often they dust, but once I've explained why I ask, and then show them the top of their cabinet, that usually clears any doubt of monster infestation or not. Hey guys, fun fact! It's a difficult effort, and very labor intensive, for a monster to mine and then hold on to the dust within their essence. So they really hate to lose it after putting in so much work. What I like to do is make them dust cloud. Well, that's what we call it in the monster proofing industry. You see, if you corner one, a monster is well known to toss all their dust in one go, creating a brief distraction for them to escape the corner they're trapped in. We call it a dust cloud. It creates an awful mess. But what you have to keep in mind is, to even be able to create a dust cloud, they have to be a very powerful monster. When they're forced to abandon all their dust, they lose the bulk of their power, and then have to start over at square one, mining more dust. A monster is an immortal force, so it means little to them to have to start over from square one, but from my perspective, that's just one less powerful monster out there, at least for a little while. It's far too easy for a homeowner to simply abandon the attic space of their home to the monsters. As described, it's the least comfortable space in your home, and we very rarely have any need to go up there ourselves. 
You would be surprised how often I'll perform a monster-proofing assessment on the house, only to find an entire family of monsters living in the client's attic. The guy who trained me, oh, so many years ago, told me a story. Once he was contracted by a rather large elementary school, he told me he found 15 different families of monsters and two human drifters living in the attic. The drifters had only been there for a couple of days, but many of the monsters' families had been living there for generations and were indignant about it when he gave them the boot. <laughs> I love it when a monster tries to school me on squatters' rights. Now the first thing I always do when entering any room is assess the level of ambient light. Here in this attic we found it to be exactly as I had anticipated. The first improvement we put in are multiple track lighting features, much like we did down in the basement, and for much of the same purpose. Regarding hardware, we are bringing in a dust filtering system. This unit is basically an intake and blower fan system pumping the air in this room through a series of micron filters. The filters themselves are each made of 100% iron, as all non-corporal creatures detest the touch of iron. It will ensure that no monster attempts to sabotage this device in an attempt to mine the trap dust. And as a special feature, when activated, will ionize the air using a silver nitrate off-gassing system. The smell and taste of ionized air is reminiscent of disinfectant. It doesn't take a genius to figure out how monsters feel about disinfectant. An added bonus is spiders are repulsed by the smell of ozone for differing biological reasons. Their absence will drastically cut down on the presence of their webs. It's best to replace the filter at least once every three months. Or if you would prefer a more permanent solution, the option is available to simply mount the filter area directly to an additional wall console. The blower can then expel the excess dust safely and in an environmentally sound manner back into the world. This unit can even be connected to the entire house's HVAC system. Or it can be used, as we're doing here, to focus on a single location. It all depends on the preference of the user. The third and final step in the Uncle Frank's three-step approach to attics is this little guy here. Yes, this is an average, regular old Roomba. This little guy here will serve a dual purpose, both keep the floor clean of any dust that happens to get past the filtering system, and pulling double time, this little guy will constantly be on the move in and around this space, making it feel occupied by any looky-loo monsters on the prowl for a new space to call home. So there you have it, from the top to the bottom, basement to attic. We have, to my satisfaction, successfully monster-proofed this house and I am confident that my family's safety is ensured from the onslaught of pervasive monster activity. Join us next time when I team up with Richard Trickle, well known for his ghost hunting exploits. If you want to hang out, you better figure out cookies. If you want to relax, you better bring some snacks, cookies. If you want to be hip, you better get chocolate chip cookies. Macaroon, biscotti, and fortune. Cookies! Yeah, give me cookies! I love the cookies! Cookies! Hey guys, tired of the hustle and bustle of the get up and go every morning? Only to have to juggle so many different grooming products? So much to do, but so little time. Well, get rid of all that junk, because the solution to your problem can be found in just one product. Yes, friends. Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic is the only product you'll ever need to get your morning going. Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic, for all your showering needs. Don't you hate
hate it when a product lets you down by falling short of its claims? Now John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer is your solution to getting ready in the morning. Our secret chemical formula is specifically developed to serve all of your get up and go grooming product needs. Additionally, you will notice our specially built packaging has a small surprise of its own. Complete with a spring-loaded storage case keeping your shaving razors, comb, and toothbrush safe, dry, and most importantly conveniently located for when you need them most. Unlike our competitor's product that claims to be the only product you will need, John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer is not only a shampoo, conditioner, and body wash, it also works as a shaving cream and toothpaste. That's right friends, when you've got grooming to do and little time to do it in, the only product that meets all of your showering needs is John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer. Minty fresh and baby soft. Well hold on there friend, you're not done with that incredibly useful product just yet. Oh no! Sure, everyone knows how useful Uncle Fong's grooming tonic is in the shower. I mean, aside from hair and body, shaving and toothpaste have been on the secret menu since development. But those of us in the know have been doing that for years. Our new and improved formula is for use in and out of the shower. That's right friends, after you clean yourself, settle in front of the mirror to get your look just right. And Uncle Fonix Grooming Tonic has got you covered. Now, in addition to all its previous uses, we are your hair cream, dark eye color corrector, hair gel, hair mousse, and hairspray. And our new and improved container technology allows every tool you'll need to safely fold right into the base of the container. It has tweezers, a hairbrush, safety scissors, a toothbrush, a shaving razor, a nail file, and a screwdriver, just in case. And because we utilize Swiss Army Knife technology, you know your tools are safely folded away and not constantly falling out of some unreliably built-in compartment like some other products. Hey there, buddy! Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but you're a busy man with places to be and people to see. Worry not, down here at John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer Incorporated, we understand how busy your life can be. Thanks to the new and improved reformulated John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer, we can solve your problems in the bathroom and in the kitchen. Yes, thanks to the magic of hybrid pharmacology and GMO methodology, this incredibly useful product is now fortified with 24 vitamins and minerals, becoming a healthy part of a nutritious breakfast. Sure, you can eat it. Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic is jam-packed with nutrients, and now with Protein Whey. But why would you want to eat it when it's just so darn useful? Thanks to the brilliant mixologists in the secret laboratories down here at the Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic Factory and Bulk Distribution Center, they have altered the product's recipe once again. It still serves all its former purposes, but now Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic can be good for you and your vehicle. As a carpet shampoo, interior deodorizer, and as a dual-action turtle wax and polish for all interior and exterior surfaces. And should you find yourself short on gas, just put a few squirts in the tank and Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic will get you to the next gas station. We are your go-to solution for bathroom, kitchen, and car service needs. That's right friends, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, shaving cream, toothpaste, hair cream, hair gel, hair mousse, hairspray, skin lotion, handy snack or meal replacement, interior and exterior car polish, carpet shampoo for your car, home or office, deodorizer, air ionizer, temporary solution for gasoline replacement, and now it even works as a suntan lotion and bug spray for all day protection. Ours does all of that and works as a makeshift road flare, super glue, both laundry and dish detergent. And regarding personal safety, can be used as mace to intimidate predators. Now available for a limited time in special kids flavors like Razzle Dazzle Raspberry and Ooey Gooey Green Apple Gobs. Fun for the whole family. Sure, but can it remove makeup, moisturize, and smooth out wrinkles? John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer is not only the go-to product for a man's car, home, garage, and office grooming needs, but now John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer is the solution that women can turn to as well. 
Of course, Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic is a product for all sexes. Men, women, children, and octogenarians have been reaping the many, many benefits of our products and will continue to do so for many years to come. Because when it comes to your grooming needs, Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic is the only solution the whole family will ever need. Announcing new and improved John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer. So great for all its well-known purposes, but now it's the best friend to man's best friend. Serving all of the grooming needs of your dogs, cats, lizards, and birds. Not recommended for fish. Ha! You can give Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic to fish, fish, and for that matter, all your pets, your vehicles, your home, the office, you and your loved ones all love Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic. Your fish will ask for it by name. Fuck it, go ahead and give it to your fish. He'll be fine. And if he isn't, now our new and improved Safety First Survival Bottle comes with a built-in first aid kit to solve any problem that other grooming products may not have been prepared for. A first aid kit? Where the fuck are we supposed to fit a first aid kit? Hey, buddy! Can you hunt with yours? Thanks to some help from our friends at NASA who have painstakingly developed space-age methodologies, John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer can now be utilized to both hunt and catch fish. In fact, when laid out correctly and left to dry, John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer can provide both a usable hammock and tent, thus making it your one-stop shop for all your conceivable needs. And as an added bonus, if you act now, we'll toss in the whole kit and caboodle, a handy-dandy portable bottle carry case, ensuring your bottle of John Johnson's Quicker Elixir Fixer is always at Hand. Oh, but does yours have a gun in it? What? A gun? What? Where did you fit in a gun? Come on, is, is that even legal? That's right, friends. Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic. For all your grooming needs of you, your friends, your family, your pets, your vehicle, your home, your office, or a survival shelter in the wilderness. Whether the landscape is rural or urban, you'll be prepared with Uncle Phonics Grooming Tonic. Now available with an included Android operating system, GPS satellite location searching, Wi-Fi, and Bluetooth connectivity capabilities. Hello there. This is Nicholas, the producer of Random Bush. I, uh, I just want to say thank you for listening. We, um, we don't have a lot of money. As a matter of fact, just this little tune in the background that's playing, this is costing me $541. Costing me $541, me, because I'm the producer. I try to make good content, I try to make good things that will make everybody happy, but it, it just doesn't work out. Sean Random, he doesn't lift a finger. Andrew Bush, he's off somewhere doing some other thing with some people. And who stuck with it? Who stuck with all this work? Nicholas, that's who. And that's me, that's what I have to deal with now. Anyways, I snuck this little part in here just for me. Say I hope you're enjoying the show, because I walked really hard on it. And if you want to give a little bit of praise, send an email to randombushpodcast at gmail.com and just say, hey, that mate, Nicholas, he does a bang up job, you know? You got you should you should try and figure out a way to pay him. And not just in like candy, because that's not that's not nutritious. It's not it's not good for me to be eating candy every single day. It makes me sick, makes me um I don't feel well, and, and they don't have dental either, and my teeth are falling out. Anyways, um, there's like a, another part of this show coming up. You made the halfway through, so congratulations, and stay tuned for the rest of 
most of them talking about stuff and not mentioning me at all. Their producer, who, who makes the show actually work. All right. And now, Random Bush is proud to bring you a peek inside the mind of a piece of toilet paper. Enjoy. Round and round we go. Every day I watch the roll grow smaller. I guess I should be thankful I'm near the dowel. And to think, I used to be so jealous of the first pieces. Up there at the top, pressed against the wrapper, looking out at the world. Just so you know, I, I can read the writing on the wall here. Maybe not every piece on the roll is worth their weight and brain power, but I know what's up, and I've accepted it. There's not much I can do here but silently rage against the roll. And those of us that are in the know, well, we try not to talk about it. I mean, sure, it's not what I choose, but it doesn't seem like I have much control of this situation. Maybe they'll just blow their nose. At least that's what I try and tell myself. Regardless, I don't buy into that whole great flesh-in-the-sky religion BS that some of the other pieces like to cling to. I like to live my life by looking the truth in the eye. And if you'll pardon the pun, this is the shit I've been burdened with. Sorry, that... That was a little poor in taste. Uh, please pardon my gallows humor. More of a nervous reaction than anything else. Oh, it's the light. Oh, it, it's... Oh! Okay, everyone. Let's just take it easy. Okay, they turned on the fan. They turned on the fan. Okay, okay. Everyone, this could be it. This is what we've trained for. Remember to breathe through it. It's do or die. Ooh, alright. Here we go. <laughs> This has been a peek inside the mind of a piece of toilet paper. And that is the end of Random Bush Presents Just the Sketches. I hope you guys enjoyed it so much. And if you did enjoy it, you know what you should do. You should go on email us randombushpodcast at gmail.com randombushpodcast at gmail.com guess what Sean and I will 100% look at it read it reply back actually probably Sean will reply back I don't look at the email I don't I don't know how to work the internet honestly it's it's first of all there's so many cats and so many like naked people I, I just can't get it together anyways send the email someone will look at it in between cat videos all right thanks guys have a great day